Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa Nandeska. Natural Health Dialogue Des. I didn't know you knew any Japanese. Very little. I I went to middle school in Okinawa and took a couple of years of it. I don't remember much, but uh, this is not a Japanese class. This is Natural Health Dialogue. It just so happens we're going to be talking about, this is our holiday episode, but holidays in Japan, our holidays in August are few and far between. So, Randy, what are we going to talk about then? Yeah, we actually, um, Jolene, you know, Jolene is the one who does these. She does the research for them. I just come in and do the podcast and kind of give you an overview of what's there because they're generally very lengthy. We were just talking about how last last month's was nine pages long. Uh, this month we're down to six pages, uh, but it's way more than we could do in a, in a uh, podcast. But I can give you an, an idea of what's there so that then you can go read the blog if it sounds like something that's really interesting to you. She covers every month the holidays and uh and in america there there's really only one major holiday and it's uh, a lesser known one and that's uh, basically victory over japan day well like you doing some middle school time in japan mm-hmm. uh, jolene spent much of her young life her dad was in the military and they spent much of their young life in japan so she has a great affinity uh for the japanese people and the japanese lifestyle um she uh she collects miss kitties uh, (laughs) that come from japan all that kind of stuff so at any rate uh she wanted to honor the japanese not by talking about uh victory day which is celebrated in a victory over japan day which is celebrated in august only in rhode island the rest of the states celebrated in september Uh, Mm. but the japanese don't celebrate that but they do celebrate uh, around the same time frame um, what they call their Mountain Day. Mm. And it's celebrated with uh, great amounts of food and uh, frivolity. Uh, it's a very big holiday for them, uh, Mountain Day, as they look at the mountains and stuff. And so mm-hmm. she starts out with Mountain Day in Japan and then gives uh, honor to the fact that we do VJ Day uh, here in the United States as sure. well. Yeah. And then jumps into some of the, the Japanese things. Um, and she talks about um, uh, one of their main foods is uh, uh, seaweed and seaweed types of things, um, wasabi. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, uh, she's got a number of things here that talk about uh, the, the benefits that you get from that, the thyroid benefit from the, uh, uh, from the um, uh, stuff that's in the seaweed itself, mm-hmm. uh, thyroid supplements that are there. Uh, so and and then she gives you some dishes and things that you could use as well. So the first one is there. Then she jumps to um, the other thing that we celebrate in in uh, August is back to school, uh, and that's throughout the whole northern hemisphere since uh, most everywhere uh, that's in the northern hemisphere starts back to school in, in August. Um, when I was a kid, we started after Labor Day in September, but right. I'm old, <laughs> and, no. she, and she's young. So, uh, so nowadays it's uh, it's in uh, in August, and um, so she begins to talk about specific things that we need to be aware of uh, dealing with emotional stress, bedtime problems, uh, ailments from kids that are. Uh, exposed to extra germs and things that they don't that they don't have through the rest of the year and the collective germ pool of uh, a bunch of people coming back together into a school environment Uh, we talked about immune boosters and uh, some of the immunity things uh, in our blog last week 
Mm-hmm. And she gives a, a little bit more on that, uh, along with uh, the idea, she, she says that in one of her statements, that the environment, uh, to be truly mentally healthy, they've done research, uh, learning research shows that children who spend more time around plants learn better. So teachers who put plants in their classrooms or plants in your home in those places where your kids are going to be studying turn out to be a, a very positive influence. Interesting. And she actually lists... Um, um, three or four of the common house plants that you could have and their health benefits. I'm not going to talk about every one of them, but I happen to be the first plant that I was ever personally given was by a third grade school teacher named Ms. Robinson. Uh, Ms. Robinson, I owe much to in my life. She was a major influence in my life. But one of the things that she did was invite me to her house for lunch one day, and my mother allowed me to go, and we had lunch together. Ms. Robinson then was way post 60 and still teaching in a little two-room schoolhouse she taught third and fourth grade and I was in the third grade she tried to have every student at some time into her home and so she took me over and introduced me to uh, things that I had never uh, even dealt with before and one of them was a spider plant that she had sitting over on her on her um uh, table by the window, which I liked, and so she broke me off one of the little tendrils of the spider plant, and we got a pot of soil, and we planted the spider plant. I now have a half a dozen spider plants at my house all the time. They always remind me of third grade and Ms. Robinson and all of those mental health things that I got from that. What a great memory. She also mentions here that, this is it, uh, that the spider plant is especially good at scrubbing the air of carbon monoxide benzene and formaldehyde so Hmm. that plant actually absorbs those toxins out of the air so if you're in a place where you've got those kind of a toxic air or you're enclosed in a in a house all day long Mm -hmm. trying to study um, all the homeschooling we're doing now and so much learning that's going on in school get yourself a spider plant and keep the air clean i thought that was rather interesting in and of itself um then she talks about uh, last year in, uh, in the June uh, podcast that I uh, alluded to uh, last week. Um, I had a, a section that, uh, that I didn't address this year that was on head lice because yep. we're not congregating as much together. But, mm-hmm. in fact, congregations of kids at this time of the year generally leads, leads to head lice. And um, head lice uh, – runs its course two or three times a year. Uh, She actually gives you a recipe for how to take care of uh, head lice. Our special at the store for this week uh, is going to be anything that's dealing with head lice, some essential oils that we use for head lice, some head lice commercial products that we carry. Uh, So uh, that's that's something that deals with school that we'll be talking about as well. We're talking like 20% off on that, aren't we? 20% 20% off if you buy one, 25% if you buy more than one. There you go. So if you're buying uh, the three major essential oils that we uh, that we use for that, that's three products, you can get 25% off on those. Uh, that's tea tree oil, eucalyptus oil, and lavender oil are all good for helping to get rid of mm. head lice as well. Formulas for that are in her blog, or you can go back to June of last year, June of 2019, and I've got uh, some formula work in there on how to build formulas for head lice as well. And you can you, find uh, Jolene's blog on the healthpatch.com. You can. Healthpatch.com under the resources tab. Uh, drop down under resources. Go to the iPod. I, I, iPad. <laughs> what do they go to? Go to the, the uh, 
podcast. Right. There you go, go to the podcast, and uh, and they're all listed there. Um, then she's got some other stuff dealing with ADD and ADHD, other things that uh, you may need to uh, mention. I had mentioned last week when I was talking about school that special kids have special needs. Every kid is different. And if you have a kid that has a special learning disability or a special thing that's a detriment to learning like ADD and ADHD where they just can't focus and concentrate, then we have some uh, supplements for that as well. Mm. You can check in and check on those. Good deal. Um, then I'm going to close then with her last section. Jolene always closes these out with uh, recipes. And uh, I was particularly interested to notice not only does she list the lice treatment uh, uh, that's in there, but she also has um, a little section on pink eye. It seems that pink eye is another one of those right. things that runs among kids when they go uh-huh. back to school. And she's got three different forms of a pink eye treatment here that you can make using stuff that you've got at home. So if your kid's having trouble with pink eye, uh, take a look at these particular recipes. And then my favorite here, we uh, I've mentioned that uh, my immune system booster that I like the best is um, either echinacea or elderberry. Mm-hmm. And she's got a recipe here for making your own elderberry syrup at home. Uh, we carry bulk elderberries at the shop, or you can get them in a number of places. You may even grow them in your backyard. I've got friends that have elderberry plants in their backyard. Mm. If you can get told of the, the elderberries, uh, about two-thirds of a cup of elderberries will make you a recipe full of elderberry syrup, according to the recipe that she's got here. All so right. good information for school, uh, for um, uh, meals, uh, for all the things that are around that the kids are dealing with these days in her blog on uh, August, uh, that's this week in, um, in 2020. Excellent. Thank you, Randy, for that outstanding overview of the month of August. And thank you all for listening. And if you if you enjoyed this content, we would humbly request that you like it on whatever podcast um, thing that you listen to podcasts on. And also, if you would uh, wouldn't mind giving us a five star rating, if if you uh, see fit to do that, that would help us too. And subscribe to the podcast. So, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Amen. Thank you very much, Joseph. <laughs>